tune in to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Join America's leading relationship expert, top holistic life coach, and best-selling author, Dr. D. Yvonne Young, along with a diverse team of regular commentators, experts, and celebrity guests. Be entertained while being informed on the issues that affect you most. Don't miss it. Dr. D. Yvonne Young, providing you the tools you need to start living a profoundly extraordinary life. Good afternoon, America. Today is August the 27th, 2014. This year is going by at, an, at a rate that is, uh, it's almost just blowing my mind. You would think after so many moments, we would have a better grasp on what is our reality. And we, for some reason, we just don't. You know, lots of, um, lots of the things that, um, that are bothering us, the things that are keeping us from being what we want to be or what we're capable of capable of being are rooted in two places, our emotions and our thoughts. Sometimes those things are our friends, but more than often, if you're like me anyway, they are your worst enemy. (laughs) There are days when for the life of you, you can try your best to stay focused, but you just can't. On other days, things are going so well, but like most people, we don't notice how good things are until the opposite of the good shows up in our lives. An example would be if you are meditating on happiness and you're meditating on joy. The moment that a thought crops in, uh, pops in your head that has nothing to do with love, that has nothing to do with uh, embracing the beautiful moment that's presented before you, what do you do? You start tripping, and after you start tripping, you really start tripping. Next thing you know, you're at your own birthday party or in some lovely restaurant or a beautiful place with beautiful people, and you're feeling not so beautiful. Matter of fact, you're not feeling anything. You're kind of numb. Well, because you are generally giving much more attention to the aspects of your life that you're living right now, whatever you are living is carrying more of a vibrational weight, so to speak, than, um, than what you are desiring or imagining. In other words, if you have a desire to be, let, I'm going to just use this, so for those of you that are overweight, I'm not talking about you, but this may help you. If you have a desire to be slender, even though you are considerably overweight at the moment, the aspects of your new experience are probably outweighing the vibrations of your visualizations. In other words, you are almost held hostage by what you perceive to be your reality. Often people will say, you know, I'm not happy over here. I wish I could be over there. But when asked, what is it about being over there that you desire, usually people will just explain to you what's wrong with being over here. So even though uh, we use words like I want to be over there or I want what is over there, our, our vibration is much more about what's happening where we are and where we now stand than anything uh, having to do with where we want to be. A good example of this is, let's say, for instance, you put a happy face sticker on your dashboard to cover up the empty tank. Uh, No matter how much you want to use happy-sounding words, you don't feel happy. As a matter of fact, you know that you don't have any doggone gas in your car. So now the laws of attraction and the, and the things that should be moving you toward a better state aren't. As a matter of fact, you can use all of the right-sounding words at the same time that and, – and while you're in a state of powerful resistance to your own well-being, you know, what is really important – is how you feel. So we can sit there all day long and put a mask on it, put a Band-Aid on it. We can say, you know what, Um, I don't feel right or I do feel right, I want to feel better. But at the end of the day, do you really feel better? Hell no, you don't feel better because what's going on with you that you 
are absorbed with what you believe to be your reality. Let's take this a step further. Finding that feeling place is most helpful when you are emanating because we're all vibrational beings. Remember, I keep telling you that. You are a spiritual being in a body. At this very moment, what you are living is nothing more than the manifested reflection of all of your previous thoughts. So if your thoughts are stupid, it's because you've been having, or what you're living is stupid or chaotic. It's because you've been allowing chaotic thoughts and stupid thoughts to dominate your mental and emotional landscape. Is that beneficial to you? No, that's not beneficial to you. So the question is, how can we tip this scale? Dr. D, what can I do right now to change what I'm living for, uh, in my present so that I don't have to live this mess in the future? Is there something that I can do in this very moment during this season of my life to change the outcome that I'm seeing as my reality? Well, I'm here to tell you, yes, there is. There's a lot you can do. Let's, let's look at it like this. There are times when we look at the images that surround us and we feel almost blackmailed by these feelings that we have. How do we end up having this get any better? Real simple. First, you have to back yourself out of what your current process has you feeling. And I'm going to give you guys some uh, tricks to do that today because what we want to do is start pivoting away from situations and things that do not reflect where we are. How do you do that? Well, it's real simple. The same way that you got in, that's how you're going to get out. We are going to take on some techniques and some skills today that will allow you to regain control over your life. Imagine this. Every day you wake up and you're feeling some kind of way. Many of us wake up wanting to attract more money. Some of us wake up wanting to attract a person. Some of us, um, some of us just want to feel better. We're tired of feeling despondent. Others, we have more valid reasons for why we feel the way we do. Somebody died. We got laid off of a job. We didn't even get fired. The job just ended. Um, there are times when people exit your life. And they didn't want to exit. They died. Hell, they were in a car wreck. Or uh, you knew that they were going to pass. But just because you know someone is dying, does that really make it better? No. So how do you deal with this stuff? How do you change the way that you feel? How do you get a grip on the things that are robbing you of your life? And how do you take control over what has been let's say, not exactly your favorite state of being, and get back to normal. Well, first, let's define that there is no normal. Often we look at the other side of the room. Uh, I, I mentioned earlier the other side of the street. And we say, you know what, I want what's over there. I want, uh, you know, when in fact what you're really paying attention to isn't that you want what's over there. You're paying attention to what's going on with you over here. And as you look at what's going on with you over here, the over there statement really is a mute point. So to get a better grasp on your life, to get a better opportunity um, toward being in control, I want you to uh, – we're going to use some imaginary friends real quick. First, do you believe in a higher being? Matter of fact, this is that good time to go get that pen and paper. So go ahead. I'm going to count to ten. Go get some paper. One, two, three. No, you don't have to put that little big-head child of yours out the room. They can stay today. We're not going to talk. About... Matter of fact, this might even help that, help that baby. So, okay, we're at five. Come on, six, 
seven. Come on, I know that pen. Why is it when we want a pen, we always find one that doesn't write? Use a pencil. Right? Okay, you got it? Okay, nine, ten. You should have something to write with on, be it your cell phone, your tablet, or, you know, don't, don't write on your hand because there's going to be a lot of stuff. But let's just imagine you are the owner of a very sizable business with thousands of people that work for you. There are people who assist in doing everything from marketing and managing, and you got all these advisors and accountants and lawyers and experts, just thousands of people. Now, imagine that you do not personally work with any of these people, but you have a manager that does, and your manager understands them, your manager advises them, your manager directs them. So whenever you get an idea about anything, all you have to do is express it to your manager, and your manager basically tells you, okay, I'll take care of it right now, and does efficiently, effectively, and precisely just the way you like it. Now, you may be saying to yourself right now, Dr. D., In a fantasy world, that sounds great. I'd love to have someone like that. I'd love to have someone I can count on. I would love to have someone who would represent me and do all of this stuff. Well, I'm here to tell you, guess what? You actually do have someone like that, uh, and, and they don't even take a salary. They, you don't need to tell them what to do. More than anything else, this very person is somebody that you can trust implicitly to not screw up your agenda nor what you have busted your behind to do for the last X number of years in your life. Now, here's the problem. When you look to this manager, that manager, and I'm going to give it different terms for you because, you know, this show is about controlling your emotions and your feelings, because if you can control your emotions and your feelings, you will control how you deal with life. When you can control how you deal with life, life gets a heck of a lot better because now you're not screwing it up. You're not the person that is saying or doing something at the right time to the wrong doggone person, and you know and I know, is that ever a good idea? Heck to the no, that's not a good idea. But if we could learn to get in touch with this manager, which you do have, people, I'm telling you, you do have this manager. Uh, This will change your life. This will make everything so much better for you if you just do one thing. You accept and deal with the fact that this Universal manager is there to serve your every request. Now, the issue is most of you don't see this manager. You have this manager, but you continue to hold on to the responsibility in your own mind and in your own heart, and what you say is, you know what, okay. And by the way, folks, in case you haven't figured it out, this manager is your spirit. It For some You can say it's the Holy Spirit. You could even go so far as to say it's God. I hope by now you have enough sense to know that there is something greater than yourself in control of your life because if you don't, I'm here to tell you there is. And if you don't believe me, all you need to do is just get sick and get sick enough to the point where you think you may die. I promise you your behind will start acknowledging there's a greater force beyond you. Now, go take this a step further. Let's say you finally accept that you do have God on your side. What good is it to have divine intervention present? And instead of using it, what you do is say, oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm just happy knowing that I have you know, this master manager, this omniscient, omnipotent being, but I got this, I'll take care of it. Well, that's the first reason why your emotions are jacked up. You keep trying to fix things that are beyond your control. Instead of you 
delegating things to the source of your creation, you decide that you want to run everything. When you do this, who's controlling it? Well, let's, let's stop and, and write there and put a pen in it. Write this down. Can I control circumstances beyond my control? Just write that down because you're going to use this later, and I want you to revisit that piece of paper frequently. Can I control circumstances beyond my control? No, you can't. So what do you do? Do you sit and worry about something you can't do a doggone thing about? Do you allow things that are beyond your reach to almost suffocate you, to grab you and hold you hostage? No, you don't do that. What you do is accept this simple uh, – it's so funny. It's called the serenity prayer, and isn't it funny? The serenity prayer was birthed out of dependency. It's from it's from the twelve step program, and it's uh, to my understanding of the serenity prayer, it was written at the turn of the last century. And, and the the part of it that is most beautiful, it says, "God, you know, grant me, grant me the wisdom to change the things that I can. You know, let me understand." And and realize the things that I can't, and give me enough sense to, and I, you know I'm paraphrasing this, to stop being crazy and understand the difference between these two things. That is your first step. Realize that there are some things that are just beyond your grasp. Most of those things have very little, if anything, to do with you. Did you hear me? Most of those things, in other words, what I'm saying to you is the reason your emotions are jacked up and your feelings are jacked up is you're worried about something that ain't none of your doggone business. I can hear you. I hear you. Don't be thinking that just because you're on the phone or the Internet or whatever, I can't hear you. I hear you. You Some of you right now are going, yeah, but what if it does affect me? Okay, let's say it does. But does it affect you directly or does it affect you peripherally? In other words, is what's going on in your grown son's life your problem? It may be your concern, but truly, is it your problem? No, it's not your problem. Is it your concern that someone who is in full control of their decision-making process, someone who has the ability to choose the better portion, someone who is in a position to ask questions and get answers, is that your fault that they're not doing so? I'm just asking, yes or no. Is that your fault? Is it on you that another adult even your child, even your sibling, even your parent is choosing to be crazy or stuck on stupid. And by you putting yourself into situations that don't have anything to do with you, you've just added a burden to your plate that you need not bear. Please, this is, if, if you don't get anything else today, please get that. Here's number B. I love that crazy woman. She's probably she's long gone. I, I know she's uh, walking around heaven right now, smelling like mob balls and baby powder. But any, anyway, let let's let's keep moving. The other thing is when someone does something to you against you. Trust me, I know this one firsthand. <laughs> if you. Okay, I don't know what just happened. We just had some tower thing. I apologize for that. But uh, back to what I was saying. There are things that other people are saying and doing that have absolutely 
nothing at all to do with you. Why concern yourself with that which you cannot change? You cannot change other people. You cannot stop them from talking about you. You cannot bend over backwards enough to appease them. You can't bend over and bow low enough to make them happy. In other words, people, tell these folks to kiss your butt. Stop allowing things that you cannot control to affect your life. I'm telling you this, and I'm going to repeat this, and please get it. I'm going to say it over and over for the entirety of this broadcast. You cannot control circumstances beyond your reach and people that are not you. The only person you have dominion over is you. Okay, maybe that little badass child of yours that you need to spank. But I am saying an adult, even one that you gave birth to, even one that shares parents with you, even one that you took vows with, you cannot control these people. Stop wasting your time. So what do you say? You say, Dr. D, if I can't control them, what do I do? That's just it. You don't do nothing. You let them be. As a matter of fact, I told you get your pen and paper out. So write down whoever or whatever. Just write down the name. My job, Tyrone. If your man is named Tyrone, I'm sorry. I am not talking about you. But that's just a good old-fashioned black name, and I keep it in my book of black names to use on my show. No, I'm just kidding. But as we look at these people, Ask yourself, who is their judge? Is it you? Are you the person that has imminent domain of this person's existence? Now, let's go further with this thing. Let's just say that as we look at these people and we ask ourselves, why in the hell do you act the way you act? I want you to take it a step further. Ask yourself, why does it bother you so much? If, if you have two working legs, and even if you don't, if you've got a wheelchair and both your wheels roll, you do not have to stay in their presence, people. Walk out the room. Leave. Do not remain attached to negativity. I had, when I was a child, a lesson that I will never forget. I was reading some book. I think, well, I'm not even going to say I was a child. I was a young adult. I was reading some book, and it says, if you ever see two fools arguing, you can never tell which one is the fool. But if one would just be quiet and shut up, you could tell who the fool was. And that is so true. Do you have to get yourself so worked up that now you're acting a damn fool in front of your children, in front of your relatives, in front of your neighbors and friends, just because you feel some kind of way. That does not give you license, people, to start acting like you've lost your damn mind. That is no excuse. If anything, and this is a technique I want to give you, every time you find yourself tripping, Take yourself out of the mix for just a moment. For some of you, it's kind of hard. Some of you just, all you know is tripping. You grew up, your mama was a trip, your daddy was a trip. You grew up in the hood. You grew up in a mansion, whatever. All you saw was that little chihuahua barking and one of your relatives acting like a chihuahua. You do not have to continue this legacy. You look crazy. Stop letting your emotions hijack you. Now, I'm going to give you a quick lesson and how your anatomy has evolved over time. Way, 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 way back when we were just beginning to walk upright, there was this system in our brain called the limbic system. You've heard this before, but I'm going to tell it to you again because you need not forget it. The limbic system served four functions. It, it told you when something was a threat to fight or to flight take flight, fight or run, right? 
It also told you you needed to eat, and when you needed something, you just took it. If someone else was eating, you reached over and grabbed a bite of their brontosaurus burger and did not ask for a bite. You just took it because you were hungry. You didn't know any better. And the other part was to procreate because it is in your species to procreate. So that's the other F. You will figure that out in a minute. If you haven't, you're just slow. The limbic system, we call it limbic hijacking in my, in my field. That's when you just, for lack of a better experience, turn around and let your mind make you do something totally stupid, like go and hit somebody upside the head because they stepped on your foot. Or uh, to make this even more uh, realistic, some of you, because you think somebody done said something about you, now you mad. You got to go fight. That is ignorant, people. Or somebody did say something about you. I'm going to tell you, in the last few weeks, heaven help me, I have had people just do stuff where I look up and go, have you, what the hell is this? And I started laughing. I had to ask myself, I said, okay, Doc, you know better than to play into this. What are you doing? Why? Just ignore it. You know, people are going to do what they do. As a matter of fact, you are flying first class all over the country. God is blessing you to move forward in your life. And sometimes I don't even have the money for the ticket, but the Lord has blessed me with favor. So even though I don't have the money, I have the favor. Now, I'm going somewhere with this. So I end up getting this crazy text message from somebody one day. My spirit told me right then, ignore that. You've got bigger fish to fry. Just don't even pay attention to it. But no, what did Dr. D say? You know how you had an angel on one side saying, hell no, don't do that. And the other angel is saying, go ahead. You know what? They just offended you. Go ahead. And the other angel is saying, take no offense because you know that you're dealing with someone that doesn't know any better. And that other angel is saying, oh, you're a punk. Now, if you don't say something, you know you, you, know you need to stand up for yourself. <laughs> Let me tell you something, people. Yeah, just like you, I let the angel in the red felt suit and the pitchfork beat me there every time. He beat me. I ain't going to lie to you. The doggone little a minion beat me. And what did I create? More of a mess. And I'm telling you, whatever you give your, in, your energy to, whatever you give your feelings to, it automatically goes into manifestation mode. The universe does not know how to tell you no. It can't tell you no because it's not designed to tell you no. As a matter of fact, whatever it is that you think about, it's coming your way, baby. So the question is this. Are you so busy thinking about what you don't want that you're creating more of it? Just, just chew on that fat for a minute. Are you so busy thinking about that which you do not need nor want that you are now creating more of it? The chances are, if you're like most people, the answer to that one is hell to the yeah. You can't keep doing it. If, 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 here's a good example. You think about you want a man in your life. I, I really i am tired of being alone. I'm tired of going to this bed by myself. I'm tired of having sex with me. I would like to have sex with at least another person. I mean, Seriously, some of you are right there right now. Because you keep focusing on the absence of what you want, you're creating more of an absence of it. Some of you right now are so focused on your weave. Okay, if you really are so focused on your weave, you need Jesus. But let's say you're focused on something significant, like your car. You need a car. Your car is not running right. Every time you, you're praying, you, you're on your knees, Lord, I need a new car. Please bless me with a new car. Do you realize that you are focusing on the absence of a new car more than you are on the manifesting of that car? Do you realize that by allowing other people to occupy and take squatters' rights in your brain that they have now hijacked your day and screwed up your emotional state? You do not have to do that anymore. Life is too short and death is too long to be stuck on stupid. God wants you to be happy. But until you come in agreement with that, you won't be. Okay, okay, my producer is over there just jumping up and down, 
They're saying, would you please play some music? Please. Okay, I tell you what. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Because now the second part of the show, I'm going to actually tell you step by step, 10 things that you can do to take over your crazy thoughts. Because remember, thoughts become things. And we're going to take a quick break. This is my dear, dear, dear friend, the beautiful Miss Melba Moore, that's helping to answer this question we're talking about today. How can I be, what do I need to do to be happy? What can I do to survive? Actually, the title is What Can I Do to Survive by Miss Melba Moore. Because we've been hurt. 
We make sacrifices because we love, we have doubt. But issue is this. How can we stop being emotionally hijacked like Fred Flintstone and start taking control with intentional actions? How do we operate in our rational minds? How can we make decisions that we don't regret? Well, I'm going to tell you something. Your feelings can go back and forth between dangerous extremes. If you veer too far to the left, you're about to kill somebody. If you steer too too much to the right, you run around in a state of euphoria. And, and then most of us, we are going back and forth, back and forth. We have negative things like envy, depression, stuff that causes us to spiral out of control where we become angry and hostile. And we take this stuff out on other people. I had someone talk to me the other day in my office and, you know, the conversation just got to be, you know, I can't, I was sick or I, you know, I wasn't feeling well or, you know, I, I lost my job. I couldn't pay these bills. And, you know, I took it out on somebody I loved. Well, take a breath. You're not the only person that's happened to. And in life, you are either coming out of the storm, heading into a storm, or you are in the midst of one right now. Here's the first thing you do. You got your pen and paper? Write this down. Do not react right away. You remember I told you I got that crazy text message, and what did I do? I reacted right away. Don't do that. Reacting immediately to emotional triggers can be a big mistake, and I guarantee you that you will either say or do something later or then that's going to cause you to regret what the hell you did. So the first step, do not react to anything right away. Even if it's good, chill out. Breathe for about five minutes. Let your heart rate get back to normal. Calm yourself and don't react. If it's a wonderful thing, that means the joy from it will last even longer. If it's some negative, that means you didn't get your butt hijacked. Okay? That's number one. Here's number two. Have a long talk with God. Faith is our saving grace. You feeling me? No matter what your religious preference, I don't care if you're an agnostic, if you're a Christian, if you are a Buddhist, if you practice Islam or Hinduism, doesn't matter. A relationship with God is a wonderful thing. It will help you overcome your obstacles a hell of a lot easier than if you operate in your carnal mind. I have told you over and over again, you are a spiritual being having a, a manifestative experience that you've created based on your feelings and emotions, on your thoughts. You know, reality is nothing but the perception, and that perception comes from the mood you're in. An example, if I come and tell you, Junior just broke something, and you can easily replace it, and you don't care about it. You just go clean that mess up, boy, and you slap him upside the head with your house shoe. Okay, maybe not. That's me having a flashback. However, you really aren't going to be thrown off course. However, when you place an inappropriate value, especially on people, you know, I don't, I don't understand it. I, I saw a man that looked at another man and cussed him out because he felt like that man looked at his woman. Isn't that ignorant? The man was facing the wall. He was sitting down. What the hell else could he look at unless he ate and drank with his neck turned in the opposite direction? But this dude was so insecure that he yells out, man, what the blank you looking at? Stop allowing your stupid parts to take over. Look at things from a higher perspective. When you believe in a higher power, when you believe 
that God exists, and he does exist, people. I'm here to tell you, I am a scientist to the core, but I promise you I am your proof that God will guide you and that he exists. You have to learn to get detached from your situation. When you are burdened with emotion, just close your eyes. Think of the positive solution to your problem. And then ask God to show you what is the best path forward. He did it for me that day. You just heard me confess to you. I got, I let a text message trip me out. And I'm not the only one. You've done it. Ask God to show you. And God did show me. So what's the next step? When God shows you, do what he said. Most of the time, you know what God is going to tell you to do about your problem? He's probably going to tell you nothing. He's probably going to tell you just chill out for a minute. Here's number three. Find a healthy outlet to manage your emotions. Release it in a healthy way. In other words, if you have somebody like me, a coach or or a relationship counselor to talk to, come to us. Call me. Don't call me all the time with some silliness, but call me and be like, Doc, you know what? Pan one of those moments. And we will talk you down. That's what you're paying us for. If you have a sane pastor that ain't trying to sleep with you, <laughs> you can call your pastor, call your your friend, call your attorney. I call my mentor. My you know, I have a wonderful mentor in my attorney, Jaylene Mack, or I have a friend at CBS that's a mentor, Deborah Duncan. I've I've got these people that I will call them. Hell, I will even call my publicist and ask Pam, Pam, you know, what should I do right now? And they always give me a view from the other side of the room. When you go and uh, access a healthy outlet rather than leave yourself to your own debauchery, I promise you the outcome will be better. If people love you, if they care about you, they have your interest at heart. God put these people in your life for a reason. Use them. Now, I warn you, don't call a damn fool. Do not do that. No, no. Like my, my friend on the commercial, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. I unfriend you. Don't call the uh, fool to deal with your problems because they just going to make it worse. Girl, I know. And you know what I do? I go bust the windows out of his car. No, you don't. Don't listen to her. She just got out and she's got a bad weave. It's something about a bad weave. That's a warning sign that somebody may be crazy. Always watch out and do not listen to people that have a bad weave. Um, okay, maybe maybe it's just me, but okay. The other thing is see the big picture. Every happening in, about, and around your life, whether be it good or bad, serves a higher purpose. And I know you may not believe that. You could be like, how does Big Junior stealing my money serve a higher purpose? I, I get it. I totally get it. I get it. I've had some things that have happened to me in the last year or two where I went, how in the hell is that serving a higher purpose? But it does. And the crazier, the bigger the purpose. See the big picture. Okay, here's a good example. When I look at, and I love to be transparent with you guys because if I hopefully, if I'm honest with you, you can be honest at least with yourself, right? I have all of these wonderful things happening in my life right now, movie opportunities, tours, uh, opportunity for uh, 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 some programming to air, and all of this great stuff. I, I assure you, every day, it's almost like I told you about that T-shirt, the one that we don't know we're wearing, the invisible T-shirt that has the sign on the back saying, hey, fool, come find me. Here I am. Or the one on the front that says, hey, idiot, come mess up my day. Do it right now. Right? Okay. I look at these circumstances that happen in my own life, and I, I ask myself, you know, God, I don't understand this. And he says back to me, you may not understand it now. But as times go by, you will begin to see the big picture 
and how all of this is falling into perfect order. And I'm here to tell you, and even in the midst of an emotionally upsetting moment, trust that there exists an ultimate purpose which you will soon come to comprehend. I promise you that's how this works. If you don't take the time to see the bigger picture, you cannot do the next step. You got me? Okay, Dr. D, what's the next step? Glad you asked. Next step is replace your thoughts. Negative emotions bind us to reoccurring negative thoughts. In other words, this negative thought you had ain't new, boo. Don't I, I, I'm going to go back and say what my homegirl uh, said to me one day to the, her friend, girl, don't act brand new. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? But I love that. I'm using that. Don't act brand new. You're not new to this. Whatever it is you are tripping off of, chances are it's been grabbing your little behind by the neck for more than a minute. So let's say it's money. Let's say, and I'll be honest, with me, I am constantly building my brand, and I'm always having to rob Peter to pay Paul. It's like, and I'm making more money. That is the weird part. It's like, okay, I made five times now what I made five years ago. You know, which that sucks because that means I was broke five years ago. Anyway, however, I, when I look at my life, I am constantly growing. But how can I grow if I don't deal with my negative emotions and my negative thoughts and admit that they're creating downright negative patterns? Like whenever I'm confronted with an emotion that's making me feel to think something bad, I force it out of my mind right then and replace it with a different thought. Now, you heard me say earlier, you can't just say, you know, well, how you doing? I'm blessed. I'm blessed and highly favored. When you feel like you're cursed and like all hell is breaking loose, stop lying. You cannot go from feeling like you're cursed and all hell is breaking loose to talking about you blessed and highly favored. Those two things don't make sense. However, you can find a close point that takes you from your negative place. So instead of saying, I want to burn everybody and send all y'all to hell, what you could actually say is, I want to burn some of you and, no, okay, that doesn't work. Let me, let's try that again. You can actually say, pray for me, I need Jesus too. You can actually say, this moment is going to pass. You can say, and I didn't say don't look at the person and say, I wish you would pass this very moment. What I want you to learn to do is take a deep breath, and whatever it is you're thinking, you get, let's say you just got in the mirror. You're standing there in your drawers looking at yourself going, how in the hell did I end up gaining 75 more pounds? And you look at that and you say, well, at least I didn't gain 80, and I can lose five or ten of these. In the next week, I'm going to cut out those blizzards at Dairy Queen or those apple pies from McDonald's. I mean, just take a small step. Replace that negative thought with something good. Imagine how you will feel when you have what it is you really want. Instead of going, I'm sick of this damn car, look at your car and say, you know what? This car has served me well. And I know just like I wanted this car, I'll get a new one soon. Find a safe, close, proximal point and just take a step up because everything that you are missing in your life, you are missing it because of a jack of mental and emotional state. A feeling state is keeping you from your blessings. Now, next thing, your emotional triggers may be your best friend. <laughs> some friend, a family member, yourself, or all of the above. It may, you know, it could be somebody at work. You may feel a certain wave of anger when this person just, when someone mentions your name, you get mad. Or when they do that thing that they do. Or you start just making yourself feel bad because you're talking about you. Let me tell you something. I wrote the book on unforgiveness. Guess what God made me learn to do? Forgive. And I'm here to tell you it is not easy to detach from the resentment 
and the fury lingering within you? I know because there are certain thoughts that I have that just make me want to slap the... Okay, I can't say that. You get where I'm coming from, I'm sure. Oh, please, like you ain't no wanting to slap nobody. Stop lying. But detach yourself from anger and fury and allow people to be who they are. You don't need to get all bent out of shape. Just forgive them. Just be like, you know, I do this all the time. I look at folks and I just tell them, you don't know no damn better. You know, why should I be upset with you because you don't know any better? You are not my problem. And and being really real with you, I'm not going to allow you to be my problem. Even if you have been my problem, that does not mean i got to keep letting you be my problem. So cut folks loose. All right, my producer's going, give them a rundown all of this again. Okay, here we go. You ready? Number eight. First, what I want you to do is learn to not react right away to things. Calm down. Take a breath. Be it good or bad. Because if it's good, it'll last that much longer. If it's bad, it won't jack you up. Step and ask God to get in it. Stop for a minute and say, Lord, I'm about to kill this woman or this man. What do I do? No, I'm not. Okay, I hope you're not saying that. But ask God for divine guidance. And then find a healthy outlet. Call somebody like me. Call somebody you know with good sense that's calm and rational. Don't call no damn fool. Whatever you do, don't do that, please. And then try to see the bigger picture. Don't just get caught up in the moment. The moment is going to pass. Whatever it is, if they stole your car, if your crackhead cousin pawned another one of your TVs, it's going to pass. You may not. You may have to start reading. Maybe you do need to read and start watching the soap so much. But So look at the – try to replace the thought. And take the negativity out and replace it with something positive. And as you see your emotional triggers kick in, get a grip. Stop tripping. You're acting a fool in front of a seven-year-old. What the hell is wrong with you? Let me tell you something. You parents out there that are listening to my show, acting crazy in front of your child produces a crazy child. The reason your ass is crazy right now is because someone acted a fool in front of you and didn't control themselves, okay? Now, here's some simple stuff you can do. Get a plan for your life. You know, life is not easy. When setbacks occur or you start having sleepless nights, that affects your health. So, Get a plan. Prepare a plan to change what you can and accept the things you cannot, okay? Second thing, continue focusing on the plan every time you feel disturbed by an untoward event. And I'm not talking about planning to poison nobody or nothing. Don't do that. But what I'm getting at is just if you're in, let's say you're in a bad situation right now. Take responsibility for it. Stop blaming the other person and look at your contribution. Are you acting like you're crazy? Are you shouting and screaming at the top of your lungs? Are you having violent temper tantrums? Are you sitting up calling the teacher, the preacher, the police, your ain't in them on people when the real problem is you need to sit your butt down somewhere and calm down? Because if that's what's going on, it's okay. All of us have done something stupid, but... Instead of planning and plotting how to act a fool, plan and plot how to be kind and and commit to doing better next time. Next thing, learn how to relax your body and let go of these signals. Running around looking like you can blow uh, fire out your nostrils is not making anyone want to talk to you, okay? Being all frowned up looking like a shaved bird is not going to help you. Some of you, yes, you, I'm talking to you, need to stop always acting as if everything that made you mad. You mad. You so mad. No, you're not mad. You crazy. Stop acting like that. You know better. Matter of fact, yo, ain't he? Mama, daddy, somebody in your family used to do the same thing, and when they did it, you quickly looked at them and said, ooh, Lord, I'll I'll be so glad when I get away from you. Well, hello, that's why nobody wants to be around you. And like my friend said, I unfriend you. Well, it's not that simple, but you get my point. The next thing, as you feel stress, 
expel air, breathe, stop getting crazy, and listen to yourself sometimes. Look in the, go look in the mirror. When, I'm, I'm going to tell you a good one. Whenever you're mad, go look in the mirror. And if you can look in the mirror and stay mad, something is really wrong with you. You really have a problem. I'm, I'm telling you now, yes, yo, but, you know, some people love to put everything on the devil. The devil didn't make you no fool. You made you a fool. The devil didn't make you do it. I'm sorry. The devil did not make you do it. Now, sometimes you may imitate the hell out of the devil, but I, I'm going to tell you this. If you call yourself a child of God, act like your daddy. Look at all the stuff people do to God. God doesn't strike you dead. Ain't y'all glad I'm not God because the planet would be really thin people-wise. But, if you know, just be grateful and treat people. Love people the way God loves you. God is patient with you. God is loving toward you. God is always there for you. God always gives you another chance. Can't you just treat somebody the way God's treating you? You don't have to go out and be this judgmental jerk every time something happens. Next couple of things, because I know time is getting short. Allow positive feelings to dominate the negative ones. You can handle almost any problem that comes your way. I promise you that. That The universe puts nothing on you that you can't bear. And here's the simple one. You're going to trip when I tell you this, okay? Go see a funny movie, listen to some good music, and I'm not talking about some of that old sad uh, music by Kay Michelle. She's crazy. She's a talented musician, but, hell, that child's got problems. Listen to something like Earth, Wind, and Fire. Listen to some good music. Listen to some nice jazz. Listen to B.B. and C.C. Winans. I love them. You know, how I love them. But find music that is about being, listen to Pharrell's song. You know, find something that's about being happy, that's about joy, that's about love. Find your way back out of the darkness. As I get ready to wrap this show, I'm going to say this to you. You only have one life. You cannot get time back, so quit screwing it off. The reason why you aren't manifesting and prospering and having the quality of life you deserve is because you're accepting mediocrity as a standard, you're holding on to grudges, and you are holding on to unforgiveness. Let this be the time in your life, because what did I tell you the other day? Right now, you are as young as you will ever be again. Right now, you are older than you have ever been. So act like it. Like they say, when you know better, please do better. Anyway, make sure you hit the like button on the Dr. D. Yvonne Young or the D. Yvonne Young Facebook fan page. Hit the follow button on the friends page or sign up at drdyvonneyoung.com. That's D. Ivan Young for those of you that like to mispronounce my name. And last but not least, I want to tell you something. I love you madly. I will talk to you Sunday night at 7.30. You do not want to miss that program. Have an awesome day today. God bless you, and I will talk to you soon. Oh, one other thing. Don't forget to tell yourself something good and to love on you a little bit because nobody can beat you loving you like you. <laughs>